just to be clear, if I accept the Church of Ryan's faith, mm -hmm. we are all born assholes or we are all born not assholes? We are all born destined to be assholes. Oh. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Let me take this opportunity to say welcome to everybody who's joining us now for another podcast. Another little audio party over here of the burn and rave variety. I'm Ryan. I'm Sam. That's Sam. And we're doing golf talk. I know, as you've explained to me before, that when you have a project at home and you have to go to Home Depot and there's a list of like 65 things, you get like two things or three things at once. And then you drive back. Is it something like that? Yeah. Because it overwhelms the list. Right. So I just grab one area of the store stuff and I go home. So you shop by areas. Yes. And whatever gets me in and out fastest. Because like, I know the layout. So I'll put, you know, bricks and lumber, anything like that, you know, so I can just dart in and dart out. Hi there. Is there a project you're working on? I know more than you. All right. Before you go into Home Depot. I have been able to make two trips in once. One, go in, go out. Wait for a while, go back in, come back out. Go back to your car, smoke a cigarette. Yeah, right? <laughs> wow, you're making progress. Hey. But before you go to Home Depot, do you map out or draw, storyboard your whole experience? No. Oh. I just plan out in my head. I find it fascinating that you can compartmentalize and see the entire store. I've gone to Trader Joe's, which is like four aisles, and I still text my wife. I'm like, hey, where is that avocado dip? Which is not a nice thing, by the way. Women should not take on our emotional burdens, but... What? <laughs> I get lost in Trader Joe's. Are you okay? No! I came in with my wife and now I can't find her! Oh, yes, yeah. No, no, I, you take me someplace once. You could drive me right now from this house to some house in New Jersey, and I can turn around and drive right back to here. Without even asking a question wow. or a map or, or phone or nothing. I'll drive right. You know, I'm like a homing pigeon. Look, I don't want to get all cosmically weird and yin-yang shit, mm. but I'm the exact opposite of that, which may be why we actually vibe. Mm. Because I kid you not, I was like a 17-year-old bass player for Stillwater Black in the 90s. And I was trying to go to this Spanky's Cafe. It's downtown. For a gig? For a gig. And I had already been there, parked, played the gig, returned to my car, loaded my shit, and now I was getting my car at the end of the night to bring it around to pick up my brother and the other guys, whatever. I go to my car. I'm like two blocks away. I go in fucking circles and one ways and alleys. It takes me like 45 minutes. I am delirious. I cannot find this fucking cafe in a downtown I think it was Riverside because of the one ways. And then I finally figured it out. I get out of my car. I'm fucking crying. My brother's like, what is wrong? <laughs> I got lost. I couldn't. That's, we're different is what I'm saying. It's been traveling 22 years to get here. And now it's here. And uh, 
you know, I was a semi truck driver for, I don't know, 12 well, years. Are you pouring it on now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. And of course, and at one point I had switched into what they call food service, which is delivering to fast food restaurants. Okay, it's the it's like the it's the pinnacle of, of truck driving as far as pay goes. Oh, you get paid a lot, but it's you know so you got to back a semi truck into a Taco Bell drive-through <laughs> without hitting anything, and then fold out the ramp and you stack twenty boxes of beef on your hand truck and you run them down or you slide down the ramp yeah. into the restaurant, stack them in the cooler, run back out all night long. You know, three four thousand cases. Could you drop off my food, please? I can't deal with that bitch anymore. No problem. All night long. Of beef. Oh, of, of the lettuce. Sour cream. Of the cheese. toilet paper, of the cleaners, <laughs> of the tortillas, of the cups. Everything. Jeez. Everything Taco Bell uses or sells. Or Wendy's or uh, I can't remember. Uh, KFC. You know, these are all the ones we did. And uh, But anyway. How intelligent do you have to be to take a food order? Jesus. Ma'am. Ma'am. You're absolutely right. And... Uh, I apologize. So as the new guy, you always get the San Francisco routes, right? So I go in. This is before. This is like when TomTom was a thing, but I didn't have one. Oh, to, the, the navigating right. for the kids. TomTom was Right. Like so all I have is what I get from other drivers in the driver room. You've got like the MapQuest paperwork or just yeah, some map quest, told you. Some MapQuest printouts. Oh, printouts. But then when you're, in the, when you're in the driver room, you see other drivers say, hey, I'm going to such and such a oh. store. Because it was like... Um, yeah. You know, Taco Bells and stuff. So we've all been to all of them. Taco so they Bell would, they would, they would tell you, you know, oh, yeah, go around the block and do this. And so I leave. I don't remember what time I left. Sometime at you know, 9 or 10 o'clock at night. So I get into San Francisco at like midnight. And I start making my deliveries. And they say, you know what? From like midnight to 4, do whatever you want. Do the cops. Don't give a shit. Park wherever you want. Drive wherever you want. And I was like, all right, whatever. So, so I realized I had missed a street, right? I was on like a market. So you can only turn right. And I had to go left. I don't know. I got all fucked up. So I backed up market like two blocks and then turned left when you could only turn right, you know. And so anyway, by, by like sunup, I'm on like my 12th stop. I'm exhausted. And the hills in San Francisco are fucking brutal, <laughs> right? So you can't stop at stop signs with a semi truck. You just kind of oh. got to blow the horn and go through them because you can't get them rolling again, right? So you got all that. So I end up on a one-way street going the wrong way. Ah, that's it. Good job, buddy. Good job. Nice one. And there's there's like a divider and shit. You know, I can't get over. So I get to an intersection. There's cars all over the place. Everybody's honking. Nobody knows what the fuck to do. There's a semi truck going the wrong way. I get to an intersection. I make a quick left. Well, as quick as I can. Again, the wrong way on a one way. Oh, yeah. I like, <laughs> fuck. So as I'm going though, I can't turn right or left because none of the streets are big enough. It takes a really big street to turn a semi truck on. So every street is too small, and there are cars parked everywhere. And cars oncoming are having to pull over into little spaces and let me squeeze by. Dude, it's a nightmare. I get to the end of the street, and it dumps onto this massive, huge street with a divider in the middle and going the wrong the way I don't want to go. And by that time, I was so fucking mad. I just drove straight out into that street right across all of that traffic, slow enough that they all stopped for me. Up over the divider thing in the middle, onto the side I needed to go, and right the fuck out of town. I was like, I am not going to my last you stop. You hated straight, San Francisco straight that to the Bay much. Bridge. 
You fucking wrong way down a one way street. Now that's on camera somewhere. We been <laughs> probably not. This Whoa. is what early two thousands. Wow. And then you quit that day. Uh, no, I just told them I wasn't going back to San Francisco, and and they didn't send me back for a couple of days, and then, then they did, and I was like, you know what, I'm not, I don't want to bother. Now I don't need this stress. On the back of your truck, did it have one of those "How am I driving?" phone numbers? It did. I would have called that for mm. sure. Cars were pulling up and looking over to see who just did that piece of shit move. Oh, weird shit, dude. I had to wake up and move two homeless men to open a um a Wendy's to make my delivery. Oh, you had to get them out of the way. Yes. They were, because oh. you get to these places in the middle of the night, there's no one there. Did so you? now I'm in San Francisco with two homeless guys. I just woke up. A door wide open to a restaurant, a trailer full of food, mm. and a big sign on the side of the trailer said, Come drive for us and make 70 plus thousand dollars a year. And I'm like, I am just walking around with a fucking target on the side of my head because, dude, they get, the drivers get mugged all the time. Oh, see, I thought you were going to throw those two homeless dudes into the back of the truck and get them jobs. Oh, lumpers. Yeah. Nice. Or you can just, look, $70,000 good money. You cut these two dudes in for like 10 grand a piece. They sleep in your truck. Boom. They're making 10 grand. They're eating Taco it's, Bell all night. There are people called lumpers that you can hire to do that. Do they have cancer? No. Why are they called lumpers? Because they lump your freight. What know. is lumping mean? Like stacking shit on pallets. And oh, they're lumping things together. Yeah. I thought this was... Because like, a lot of freight gets shipped dead stacked on the floor so they can fit more in the trailer. So then when they get to the wherever warehouse, you got to spend hours down stacking it onto pallets so you can then enter it into your warehouse system. Have you ever, as a truck driver, I'm intrigued by this, have you ever opened a, a box and found something that you weren't supposed to find? Now, I, on the other hand, once opened my front door to see this manic little kind of blur of beige kind of flying at me, making all kinds of weird chirping sounds. Okay. And this thing is zigzagging all over the place. Zoom right past me into my house. And I was like, what the... F so I shut the door, and it stops, and it's one of those dogs oh. that's like... He, mu he was like 10 pounds, 8 pounds, maybe. But you could see all of his skin, oh, hate... but he still had a lot of hair. Mm. You know what I'm Like, his hair was real thick. Like, you could measure it with a ruler. Mm. You know, and, and it had like little kinks in it. <laughs> but you could see... Fur, or you see skin in between every, and it's kind of a reddish color, and they always have their tongue out. You know, you know the dogs. I, I, I mean, I'm picturing that dog. It sounds very attractive. Yeah, so it's got like two inch breed. long, kind of bent, real thick, wiry red hairs, and they're not real pleasurable to pet. Maybe it's not anyway, anybody's th dog. This dude runs into my house, and I close the door, and he's just bonkers. I mean. All over the place. I don't like that kind of energy in my house. You know what I mean? That annoying dog, best friend in your face all the time energy. Just like, yeah! Finally, my daughter catches him. And he's just happy as can be to be bouncing off the walls. So we nicknamed him Skitters. And Skitters is a pretty rad little dog. We only had him for about 15 minutes. And then there was a knock on the door. Oh, and I And we had to he... give up Skitters, you know, but... <laughs> See, I thought you only had him for 15 minutes because he, he jumped into the pool and or something skitters is a great dog then he somehow got stuffed in the garbage disposal oh he was jumping he got skittish yeah skitters Ooh, skitters it sounded like he came in there with an agenda oh a fake wig to to enchant us with his adorableness he could you know how the skitterness is endearing like the ugliness is a put-off to be sure 
But the skitteriness of him made him really lovable. Like Skitters was a pal. Mm-hmm. Like we miss Skitters. Mm-hmm. So his personality was so larger than life. He made up for his dreary, dreary little puppy appearance. <laughs> so you think what I'm hearing, metaphorically speaking, that someone's personality can make up for their hideous exterior. Oh yeah. In both is this true of the canine world as well as the oh, human world? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah, there's there's different ways. I mean, beautiful people make it, yeah, but smart people make it, funny people make it. Personality hmm. ultimately is the longer lasting success anyway. Wait, how do you know that? Personality. Yeah, because it doesn't That's fade. That's just what ugly people say though. It doesn't fade, Sam. Personality doesn't fade? All right. You don't Looks think people become assholes? Fade. They don't become assholes. People are born assholes. All of them. Really? Some of them just decide not to be assholes one day. Wait. It's like the exact opposite of everything C.S. Lewis wrote. Just to be clear, if I accept the Church of Ryan's faith, mm-hmm. we are all born assholes or we are all born not assholes? We are all born destined to be assholes. Oh. And Let the journey that way. is and not then at one to point, go into that asshole. That's the road of less resistance. You have to choose to go the other way and not be an asshole. You gotta get your act together. I'll help you. You are so kind, Mr. You're kind. You're a kind man. So okay. I need to do a little bit more work. So, metaphorically, it's easier to go into the asshole. That's the easy route. You reek of shit. Do you know that? I, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm really debating whether I want to go with you on this one. No, stay here because I... Th- you're, that's what you're, I want to be really clear on this. It's easier, and you're saying it's you want to go around that to be a good person. Yes, but you have to do more work that way. Mm-hmm. A lot more work to get around. But you know, worth it. Yep. To not go straight down that asshole path. <sighs> that asshole is alluring. People. It is strangely kind of alluring. Because here's the thing, honestly, this is true, and we're still in the metaphoric world. When you become that asshole, a lot of people envy the asshole you've become. Hmm. See, you get to the asshole, boom, everybody's like, that asshole. asshole envy. Asshole envy leads asshole to more and envy. more and more assholes. Or is it because, well, I don't know. I was going to say because assholes always tend to be super materialistic too. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's like a lot of jealousy. Because they're driving cars they can't afford and shit like that. Well, this is part of asshole behavior. It is part of asshole mm-hmm. strutting. You can smell it on people. You can smell it on people. Fucking goddamn feel it yuppies. On yeah? Yuppies are the worst. They ruin everything, like the coast. You can't go anywhere the coast without running into yuppies. I'm just putting some California dates in these small bowls for our wedding guests. Great. I'm going to go change the filter on the lagoon-style pool. So help me, because I'm a little older than you, what is a yuppie? What generation is that? I what think that speaking? gap is under a year. I did a lot in that year. BMW convertible, khaki shorts, nice belt, loafers, no socks. Sweater. Ralph Lauren. Yeah, oh yeah. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Uh, uh, here's, here's, let me explain my difference between a yuppie and an asshole, because as far as I'm concerned, they're almost identical. Oh. Here's the difference. In an asshole, you can forgive. You're waiting in line for a long... And this is a true story, by the way. This isn't just a metaphor. This is an exact true story. Waiting to get into either your fucking show or the mama's. 
to be clear, when you say my, not my asshole, you're trying to get into one of our shows. One of your, your illest. Okay. Yes. And to get this is an asshole story. Yeah. So I'm waiting in line and two people, it was the mamas, two people who, who looked, who walked up, who approached with this air of importance, right? And just kind of slid into line. They didn't want to wait. They kind of got up in front. But you could see it on their faces like they were pulling a fast one. You know what I mean? And I can respect that. I said, they made it. It was a good move. It was a clean okay. move. Okay. It was a clean move. Now, when Ralph Lauren shows up with his bitch-ass wife, they walk to the front of the line because they feel they deserve to. They don't have to get in the line with the rest of us. They feel they're justified in crowding, right? The asshole, I can be like, well, I can respect that. Though, yuppie? Nope. They honestly they don't see what is going on around them. They're the kind of people that somebody gets fucked up in a car wreck and someone does a GoFundMe and they write sending thoughts and prayers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Provide transportation services. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are the fucking people. And you know we're they with. can afford a lot more than exactly. thoughts and prayers. Yeah. These are the motherfuckers we're talking about. Interesting. So the Ralph Lauren is just a rapper, really. But yuppies are the fucking worst. They ruin everything. Everything. When you say rapper, you mean W. I mean no. Yes, I mean their clothing. The Ralph Lauren, not (laughs) any yuppie rappers. Like, does Ryan think Ralph Lauren is a rapper? (laughs) (laughs) Who's this again? (laughs) He's a fall season. I got two reasons. Never mind. What? Hmm. I was selling Ralph Lauren the rapper, but this is a brilliant point. But here, if I can just back up, what you witnessed in this asshole story is essentially two assholes. Yes. and essentially doing the same thing, yes. but one you hold more accountable. Because one knew he was doing bad. The oh. other one didn't even have a clue. He just thought he deserved I to be see. there. One day I wake up and I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see. I mean, I, I had gotten out of control and I, I didn't even realize it. They've ruined the coast. So, so yuppies, you're not a big fan. No. No. Sounds like they may be ruining our town, too. We have to stop the yuppies. Ugh. Do we need a campaign? They're cleaning up homeless people downtown. Should we get the yuppies out, too? Get rid of the homeless and the yuppies? That'd be like a I dream have an scenario. You and I remember MTV when it was good in the 90s. That's where we fucking got our music, but that's also where I had a few shows. Do you remember Flipped? I believe I do, where people would change places. People change. And that shit, like I Like socioeconomically? Yeah, sometimes. Or I remember vividly, like, the gay man switch with the straight man. Mm, that's a little kinky. I'll swing that way. Okay. Woo! <laughs> I think Ryan is a gay crush on Enough, me. okay? Yeah. This is inappropriate, and it stops right now. In these ways, you know, they were helping create a dialogue. Fucking found that stuff fascinating. And you learned a lot from the other side. Like, wife swap. Like, we've had shit like this. So, I think we need to do that with homeless people and yuppies. That would be rad. We can make money on it as a reality TV show, right? Yeah. But this is a way to like create entertainment. That helps that industry. Get the homeless people up mobile in the mansions. We'll head out to Del Rio. Get the on the street. Mm-hmm. Out to Del Rio, lasso us some yuppies, drag them downtown, drop them off, pick up some homeless dudes in their Beamer convertible, drive them back to the mansion, say soup kitchen, this son of a bitch. Yeah. No. See you in a week. No, no. We say live the high life. Right? Mm-hmm. Live like nice people. Go take showers and shave and put on their clothes and get drunk. You know what I mean? But yeah, civilized. This is your house for a week. You know what I would Enjoy You know it. what I actually would think would happen? And tell me if I'm crazy. Those homeless people would take care of those houses better than the yuppies would take care of the streets. I would like the locks changed again in the morning. And you know what? You might mention that we'd appreciate it if next time they didn't send a gang member. A gang member. Yes. Yeah. For the, for the, 
Yeah, for some of them, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they respect it. Like, if you are a People yuppie. come back, they've changed the locks. <laughs> what the hell? You changed the locks. No, no, go away. <laughs> you don't live here anymore. Open the door. Open the door. No, no, no. This is our house. Through the window next to the... And he draws the blinds. The homeless guy just stole the house. <laughs> Please leave, sir. I'll call security. I have a post-COVID interaction story that uh-huh. I thought was really interesting. I had finished taking my beloved mother to her favorite Trader Joe's. She got her yogurt, her tomatoes. My mom, I love my mom. I don't want to digress, but she seems to be on a tomato and yogurt diet almost exclusively. Across this great nation, almost everyone has been affected in one way or another by this terrible tomato onslaught. This woman eats a lot of tomatoes, Ryan. I don't know if it's true of a lot of Middle Eastern women. It seems like this is an overdose of tomatoes. And they have to be very specific kinds, by the way. The small grape ones, and then there's like the medium-sized golf balls, and then there's one that come on vines, and then there's the giant Benadora. How do you eat that many tomatoes? Those things are oh, gross as fuck. I don't. She loves tomatoes. But the point isn't the tomatoes. The point is COVID. <laughs> After lugging all of her wheelbarrows of tomatoes and yogurt, her, and yogurt. Love the yogurt. I love yogurt, too. A lot of Greek yogurt. I like Greek yogurt. That shit is fucking trash. Oh, my. We put everything in the car, and then I go to return the cart because I am a nice person. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. I put the car in the corral. I yeah. find a corral. So I am, dr- you know. Or at least a sidewalk bar in a corral. Right. Or a close, a nearby In a tree plant planter. Tree yes. Yes. Or a curb. Something to hold it in place. Within like maybe a 20-yard radius. Yeah. 10 yards? Sounds reasonable. No, I would go with 20 yards. I feel particularly inspired on this day. So I roll my cart to the front door. And as I'm rolling my cart to the front door, there's a lady coming to my left. And I'm maskless and vaxxed, but, like, she's encroaching on my footage. And I turn, and I look, and she's looking at my cart. And I, I'm having this experience, like, who does this? Who looks at another shopper's cart? Not anymore. And she said, are you ready? Go ahead. I am ready. What? You done with that cart? Because I'll take it. Was that you in a dress? <laughs> what? That's exactly what she said. You've she, never had this interaction before? Post-COVID? My <laughs> cart? My hands had been on this rim? Oh, she that's was like, right. And I stopped. And I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We ain't like, we ain't that close. <laughs> oh, Kathy. <laughs> you're going to touch Okay, this. you're done with it. I know, but she's so just flippantly just going to grab carts now. So I said to her, I said, we're doing that now? Like, we're back? Like, we can exchange carts freely without hand sanitizer and hours of cleaning and fear? And she goes, well, I am. And I said, well, here's my cart. Like, I know I don't have COVID. Here's my cart. And it was a weird post-COVID moment. Hmm. We're re-entering society and things are weird. Yeah, I don't give a shit. People are coming at us with their bad breath again. And and you know what? I put a mask on to go in to take my daughter to the doctor. My breath, I hadn't smelled that in a few weeks. Oh! People are going to be less mindful of their fucking... Garlic breath. Well, tough shit. Okay? Shit like that. I think carry the mask in your pocket. For that reason Mm. alone. I was at the gym. This is a true story, Ryan. Half your story, story. I'm Sam Pierce Dorf. I'm at the gym. I... Do you like ninjas? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just try to wear t-shirts. Do you like poetry? Of course not. No one does. <laughs> Have I got a thing for you? 
right? Ninja Poet. I'm realizing. Ninja Poet Training Center. Look at your shirt. You're repping the brand. Shut up. And look at my shirt. We're repping. You didn't know. You didn't know that this whole thing was just a branding. Holy fuck! This whole I just thing. now realized. You just sat there. No, no. In my trap. What did you learn? I own you. You're my bitch. So don't walk around here thinking you have free will because you don't. I can crush you anytime I want. We've been friends now for like 10 years, 12 years. I don't know, something kind of off and on. Off and on. When you were the weird we Muslim had some guy. Makeups and breakups. Yeah. Well, no, we just didn't really know each other that well. Mm-hmm. I want to come back to that. Anyways, I just realized this whole friendship. You've just been using me, giving me your own branded t-shirts so you can see other people wearing your shirts. That's the only... Because I, I love free clothes. Free clothes and free food are like a path straight to my heart. Mm. You know what I mean? My kids call them trash hats because I have gotten a large number of hats in the trash. I'll explain oh, later. This is nice. No, I kept all my trash hats. I'm still going through some of them. I've had them for fucking five years. I have that many hats. But anyway, the point is, let's not get sidetracked on trash hats and who killed who. <laughs> let's discuss more. <laughs> Fuck, I no, did. No, this is great because this motherfucker, you just said, let's not get sidetracked like you're blaming me. And this motherfucker just sidetracked the shit. And in my mind, I'm like, he just sidetracked himself. And he is not coming. You were waiting. You were just sitting there waiting I'm, for me. To I was watching like, your car careen out of control. And I'm like, well, Thelma and Louise. You know what? I bet you I have my foot firmly planted on that brake pedal all the way down. <laughs> but I want to come back. I want to remember because as I was saying to myself, let him careen off the road. Also try to remember what he's talking about because <laughs> this is pretty funny. <laughs> now I think we both forgot. <laughs> I've turned you into my mannequin. I see. Because of my love of free clothes, you're using me as your own personal runway model for your clothing well, brand. model. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You give me the rustic look. Oh, I see. I see. Auditions day at the ugly modeling agency. It is odd that we're wearing. And I did, I did, I believe. I mean, nobody else is buying these shirts. So I figure if I buy them, my numbers look good and I give them to friends. All right. Don't take them. I've only given them to one friend. Aw. Yeah. Like I said, free clothes, free food. What I should say is I gave them to lots of friends, but you're the only one who kept theirs. Oh. What? Most of them just burned them. Oh. Yeah. Not paying them enough? I'm not as well liked as I think. Yeah. Nobody even wants you here. I was going to tell you a gym story. Oh. Again. Mm-hmm. That's how we got derailed because I said I'm going to tell you a gym story. And, and I said, said all your stories are And then we just... I wonder if we reenacted that, if we'd follow the same path of diversion. I need you to set up another diversion. No fucking way. Want to get out of here? Or if we'd create a whole new path of diversion. Does the timeline reset? Well, I'm in the process. Just to be clear, I'm in the process of trying to reset the story. So let's see if I get through it or we Oh, if you just keep getting interrupted by something. Yeah, which is okay. Go for it. Go. Go. I'm drinking. Go. Go. Okay. While Ryan's distracted, I'd like to tell you a story. Done. Fuck! God, at my window, I had them, Ryan. If this happens to you, just go, little keep guy, talking. Go. Self-awareness is key. I know how self-aware I am, but yet being so self-aware and still doing the thing that you're not supposed to do is another level of crazy. And I feel like I'm there. I'm at the gym, and I shouldn't be because my fucking tendons hurt. Like, I'm in a lot of pain. But there's like three or four 
teenagers and their girlfriend. They're all hanging. And then I, I was politely in my area. I was in a, they sort of impolitely, but I'm really polite, so I don't care about impolite. Sauntered over to my bench. Said, are you using this? And, you know, I kind of was, but I also kind of wanted to see if they'd take it. You know what I mean? Like, really? You can take my bench? You didn't just fucking see that? Like, I thought everybody's watching me. You want, you didn't just see what I was doing right now? Okay. Take my bench. Take my bench. So you didn't like, see how badass I was just now? <laughs> you didn't see me hopping over this shit with one foot and doing a handstand push. You didn't see that? You think I'm not? Oh, 15 pounders? Come on. Come on. <sighs> so I'm not I using said, this bench. Fucking take the bench. Bench has never been used like this before. <laughs> never. This bench is going to write to other benches and tell them what a good bench I want. Calculate and compare performance. I'll walk you through each step. Or he's going to write about how you wrote him so hard that he's just wore out. Mm. Can't get off his hands and knees. That's just a better bench story. Blazed. Yeah, go for it. You know what's happening? What? We're derailing, but Again. we're also... Un- what's the opposite of derail? Re-railing? I'm... Railing, just to be in general, railing to to rail. Let's latch back. As in to re-rail or regain direction. Let's, let's regain direction. Let's do it. These motherfuckers took my bench. Okay, so I just scooted things into the corner. Now, this is what I told my daughter because I like telling her my. I don't have war stories, so these are my war stories. So I said, Amina, they took my corner. I had already done like six sets. I was fucking wiped out and literally ready to leave. Like my tendons are burning. I'm done. This mob of like teenagers comes into my corner. What am I going to do, Ryan? Am I going to listen to my body and leave? Or am I going to go ahead and put in another four or five sets at heavier weights in order to show off and feel stronger and younger? You are going to blow yourself apart. Pushing it too far. Yeah. Yeah, I know you, buddy. Sometimes I, I hear things cracking and popping, and I'm like, I mean, that's Push. like popcorn. Work through it. Work through it. Work, Work through it. it. Push through. I like it. I was telling my daughter I was benching too much. I went there in my mind. I said, just stick like 185, 225, and I ended up doing like 255. Why? Because there were just people. They were looking. Why are they looking at me if they don't want me to add more weight? <laughs> right? Good point. Right? So I had it the music in my the head. only possible right. explanation. I figure they come to the gym to watch me work out, right? So I got to give them a show. Isn't that how most people go into the gym? <laughs> we're, we're getting right into narcissism, man. This is like megalomaniacal. Oh, right. No, I'm totally self-aware of what this sounds like. See? But I do it. Now, that brings up an interesting point because I feel Shoulder about myself. Shoulder surgery is coming. Yeah, but I feel about myself anyway, and this is kind of what I've, the kind of vibe I was getting. I am such a hypochondriac. Mm. That I don't ever do anything about anything medically because I know that it's all in my head. That sounds like a you problem. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I'll diagnose myself with, oh my God, I got a tumor. I know I got it. So before you you just diagnose it up. Right. No, when I think there's something wrong with me, I will not go to the doctor, obviously. Or even if I've got pains, if I'm hurt, I will not go to the doctor because... I just I feel like it's a waste of resources. That sounds like a you problem. Heaven forbid I waste the insurance company's money, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. getting health care. But it's because I know that the, whatever test they test me for is going to come out negative, and I'm going to walk out of there 100% healthy, guaranteed every time. Um, so I, I stopped going. I think that that is universal health care. If everybody just wakes up and goes, I'm fine, then we're healed as a country. Done. Everybody's uh, happy. Bernie's happy. There's not actually anything wrong with us. Right. Oh, my God. 
in many cases, right? Not all. I don't want to be you know, a lot of them. In many cases, I was listening to this like motivational speaker, and he said basically I'm this. Motivated. <laughs> okay, I'm going to motivate you. He said, "You know what your problem is? You have no fucking problems. That's what your fucking problem is. You mm. got no problems, right. and so you're making fucking problems out of things that aren't even fucking problems because you have no problems." Like, you're, you're fucking arguing on your $1,000 cell phone. What fucking problem do you have? Fuck yeah. Right. That fucking sinks turns on? Drink the water. Yeah. Fucking embrace life, right? The fucking electricity. Now, there are people who don't have those things. They have problems. Yes. But most of the people who have problems and are complaining about them online don't have that many fucking problems. They're no. creating a lot of problems that don't exist. That's right. That concludes my like that. TED Talk, I Brian. like that. I hate... Ugh. Hey, guess what, everybody? We're still here. Because <laughs> Sam won't goddamn let me go home. That's right. I'm making him sit here, and... It's like fucking 11 o'clock or some shit. My eyes are starting to wander. <laughs> 11 o'clock to poor Ryan. See? In my world, 11's early, dude. I got another two, three hours to party. At least. But we'll let Ryan go. He wants to take his puppets home. Um, thank you for listening. I am Sam, and that dude who's playing with his puppets. Are they wrestling? Oh, oh! You just gave him he a tucked him in. No, he tucked him in. Oh, <laughs> see, that was cute. I saw wrestling. I thought he just gave you a noogie and ran off. Yeah, see, it's because I tend to cute and you tend to gay. Cute and gay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's us in a nutshell. Yeah. I said we were the broke back mountain of podcasts. Would you agree? Well, I can't disagree because I haven't seen the movie. Then we definitely are. I strongly. <laughs> never I know what the movie is. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we, I think, um, we don't need to, you know, wear cowboy hats or anything. Okay, good, good. I don't want to look ridiculous. No. Thank you for listening. Email us at burningratepodcast at gmail.com. Like, follow, share, review, do whatever people do with podcasts after they listen to them. Send them to a friend. As listen punishment. to them again. Yeah. And again. Good night, everybody. Good night. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. <laughs> <laughs>